As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Hey guys, how you doing? It's Mike Oldroyd, obviously. Who else would be hosting the show for the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast? You know, that that would be so heinous if somebody else was hosting the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Anyway, um, let's see here. I, I wanted to, I'm creating an episode and then I'm releasing it delayed. Uh, I'm today is Thursday, um, 5 p.m. ish in New York, and I I fly out to Beijing tonight, or sorry, Shanghai. Uh, I'm leaving at 1:45 in the morning. That's that's gonna be exciting, right? Uh, Let's let's miss an entire night of sleep on Delta Airlines, right? As of now, I am flying economy, meaning. Um, I am a peasant. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens in these tight seats for, for a 15-hour straight flight. I don't even know which direction we're going. I don't know if we're flying east over the Atlantic or we're going to fly across the United States and over the Pacific. I'll find out when I get on the plane, though. And I'll uh, queue up some, some flicks, maybe check out a couple flicks on the plane. Maybe do some some leisurely reading. Maybe I'll take a, a nap or, or it's 10, right? Um, I think... Here's, here's a... I'm just going to take a real random concept and, and see if it applies elsewhere. So they say that eating smaller meals at a, a more uh, more frequently is actually healthier than eating three big meals a day. So six small snack slash meal ish things per day is better for your metabolism it's easier for digestion i believe i don't know exactly why but i remember when i was playing football that that was the case and i was always eating when i was playing football um forgive the background noise i got my window open it's a nice day here in new york uh deal with it now i I love you all right hey um so i learned that i wonder if Sleeping intermittently rather than just one giant eight-hour nap per day uh, is actually healthier. Uh, well, I know that naps, naps per se in general are, are healthy because I, I, I live a unique life where, you know, I do have a job, but I work from home and I can, sp- I can allocate my time different than most people. Uh, it, it's almost like I live in a vacuum where I pick and choose, for the most part, when I want to do certain things, eat. Bodily functions happen usually whether or not I, you know, plan those. Those are, you know, I can't really control that part. But as far as eating, I eat for the most part when I get hungry or, for, you know, if I get involved in something that might... Whatever. I guess what I'm trying to say is I wonder if instead of taking one giant eight-hour nap at night, should I just take, should I just sleep in two-hour blocks throughout the day <laughs> uh, along with my meals? You know, be like Seabiscuit. You guys know that Seabiscuit 
I think I talked about it before, but he uh, he used to take a lot of naps. Naps are good, guys. I love naps. Naps are dank. Uh, I think that they restore you. They give you good energy. Uh, so anyway, throughout throughout a twenty four hour period or a seven day period, I'm doing so many different things. I'm doing my day job. I'm also doing comedy. I'm planning things. I'm doing things retroactively. I'm a phantom. I'm the phantom of the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast. I'm the phantom of LOL droid entertainment. I'm the phantom slash emperor. Speaking of emperors, I'm going to Asia, guys. You know what I mean? Let's give it up. Um, Very excited. I still have some planning to do. Uh, it's T minus like seven hours right now. I wonder if I can get some comp. You know, what's crazy is when you're like packing for a trip and planning, I don't know about you or if this is some weird OCD thing that I have, but all of a sudden it motivates me to do like everything in life. I noticed for a long time that if I wanted to get stuff done, my dad told me this too. If you want to get something done, give it to a busy person because people that don't have anything that they're doing or that they're busy with. It's harder them. It's harder for them to kickstart that momentum. But for some reason, busy people. It's like when you're studying for finals. You know, you get in that mindset where you're just like your motor's running, your engines. Obviously, you don't want to burn that engine out or whatever. You don't want it to overheat, which is why you need to take naps every two hours and uh, maybe defecate. You know, whatever whatever is needed. You don't want that engine to overheat. But if you can keep it idle for the most part um, and constantly maybe do some spurts here and there, I think max efficiency, you're going to get max output over X amount of time. I don't know if I'm speaking. I sound like a mad scientist. I'm a mad comedic alchemist, guys. Um, alchemy is actually in my name. When you rearrange the letters of Michael Lee Oldroyd, alchemy is one of the letters in my name. There's a lot of words associated with comedy. There's a lot of words associated with Holiness and religion, which is kind of crazy, which fits my mission statement. My mission statement is to bring infinite love and laughter to this world. Ironic that those two things have uh, a wide overlap. I mean, what the heaven? You know what I mean? Um, Anywho, and there's other random words in there like dildo. So that's kind of unique. Dildo, CEO, dildo realm. Actually, hey. CEO Dildo Realm is in my is in my name. If you guys have seen my stand up before, you probably know that. All right. So emperors, yeah, I want to go check out the Great Wall of China. I still need to plan that part of my trip. I got my visa, very exciting, right? Uh flying into Shanghai. Maybe I'll meet another cute chick on the plane, guys. I mean, since it didn't work out last time, I'm going to roll the dice again. Maybe make out with this one. I'm not even going to wait for the opportunity to follow up you know what i mean just have uh you know join the mile high club on my way to china um and hopefully like in thailand i don't find out when after it's too late that she happens to have a penis uh now i've never been to thailand but i did hear that you got to watch out for the lady boys there unless you like lady boys right uh nothing wrong with that but just you want to know what you're getting is what i'm trying to say uh, speaking of that, do you guys think I should uh, get a massage when I'm in Asia? Huh? No? 
Should I go get a massage? All right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that because that might be a little bit too inappropriate. Um, so I'm just gonna leave you guys wondering what happens or what what will happen. All right, let's see here. I I don't know. I just wanted to do a podcast. You mad at me? Hey, do you love me? Because I love you. I mean, love doesn't always have to be reciprocal, though. You know what I mean? Sometimes it is literally a one-way street, you know? And you know what? That's all right. Having the capacity to love is a beautiful thing, guys. And letting go is even more beautiful. Imagine, did anyone celebrate the May the 4th be with you? We talked about uh, Anakin, right? Come on, Anakin. What if I talked about Anakin on every single podcast? How weird would that be? All right, let's see. I'm getting an instant messenger from my friend Dustin Ralph right now. He he gave me a, a good idea for a joke. I love this. It, it's like, you know, Jimmy Fallon has a team of writers. Uh, you know, a lot of these uh, professional late-night hosts, or any, a, a lot of the comedians in general, but, you know, like I, I listen to Jimmy Fallon's monologue on my Alexa app every once in a while, um, and... You know, he, he comes out with so much content, you know, having a team of writers is, is very helpful. So, in a way, the larger of a name I get, the more people might start sending me jokes. Guys, feel free. Any of the listeners out there, feel free to send me jokes. Let's see what Dustin sent me today. Dustin is a Marine. I've talked about him before. Stationed in Hawaii. He's a helicopter pilot. Badass fella. You know, tough mofo. We used to f- argue... Uh, against each other. He's the guy that when I moved to Missouri, we ended up playing football together. He was my first uh, football compadre, if you will. Um, And he said he'd like to introduce the word moisturbate. It's a verb. uh, To masturbate using skin-softening lotion for the intended dual purpose of orgasming while yielding a softer, more luxurious penis. I have a couple thoughts on that. First of all, Dustin, thank you for the suggestion. I love it. I love the fact that you identified that it's a verb for me as well. Um, Two thoughts. One, you could use that while jelking. I don't know if you guys know what jelking is, but it's a a way of uh, naturally... I'm not even going to... I'm not going to get too dirty. I'm trying to keep the Michael... Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast clean, so I'm not just going to spell stuff out. You can can Google it. J-E-L-Q... It's either J-E-L-Q-U-I-N-G or J-E-L-K or J-E-L-Q-I-N-G. It may be one of those Q words without a U, one of those rare anomalies. Uh, nevertheless, you can change uh, the size of your body parts through um, standard, standard manipulation of massage-type techniques. So anyway, <laughs> um, I should do uh, – that, that should be an ad. I'm, an, I'm a – Brought to you by the sponsors of Gel King, but it's not actually a product. It's just a practice. I, I guess uh, that'd be like saying something like uh, brought to you by yoga, right? I guess unless there's a specific company that um, teaches yoga practices, I can't really just – I can't really have an advertiser that is the practice itself, right? Um, or can I? And Hey, in the United States of America – we don't have monopolies. We have the closest thing 
to a monopoly. Like, everyone's goal is to become a, a monopoly, and then as soon as you get there, the government cuts you off. It's, it's blue balls. You know what I mean? The government says, hey, congratulations, you're almost there, now we're going to cut you off, all right? <laughs> Sorry, you can't have a monopoly on the market. Um, that material is more, it's not material, but that topic is more so for economic buffs. Uh, when I talk about monopolies and cartels, huh? Hey, how about a cartel, huh? You, you guys ever go to a place like a small town where there's like a really good looking dude there who has a monopoly on all the chicks? I hate it, dude. What's his deal? It's like, let's form a cartel, bruh. Nobody's going to get that. And that's very bad. That's very objectifying humor. Um, yeah, <laughs> not cool, you know, uh, I'm, uh, you know what? You come on. I I can make jokes, right? All right. Let's, let's freaking form a cartel. Ian O'Leary. <laughs> Anybody know Ian? Uh, well, he's married now. But before he got married, man, that dude had a monopoly on the Kansas City chicks, bro. <laughs> it's bullshit, you know. It's like Ian. We need to form a cartel. All right. <laughs> I don't need to form a cartel with him anymore because I don't live there. And two, he's married. But that's uh that's some. That's a shout-out to Ian. All right, let's see what Dustin said. Um, wow, he's having another boy in July. Congratulations, Dustin. I'm saying congratulations to you before I type it in Facebook Messenger. It's freaking awesome, dude. Maybe, uh, maybe you can come on and we can do a podcast sometime together if you're listening to this. Uh, and we can talk about our football days, uh, together. Um, and, uh, you know, the parties that we used to have at the Dustin Ralph edifice and the fight that we almost got in when you were freaking talking trash about my ex-girlfriend, dude, I almost punched you in the face, Dustin. But you know what? That's what, that's what brothers do. They rough each other up, right? Um, they make each other tough. So, all right, let's see here. What do I want to talk about? So, yeah, um, I, I did want to send out some promo for my shows. And if I upload this on Saturday, it'll be too late. It's not like anybody in China listens to my podcast anyway. So, really, why am I announcing my shows? I know that I have some Japanese listeners, so I, I think it's practical to do it there. But I don't even think you're allowed to download podcasts in China. Um Nevertheless, though, just to hear me toot my own horn, I'm performing at the Kung Fu Comedy uh, Club in Shanghai Saturday night, booked with Andrea Jones-Roy. She's headlining the show. She's one of my friends here in New York. She's worked with me on my show, um, the LOL Droid Presents. Very cool, funny, um, you know, just a, a great gal. And she's uh, she's a part of the comedy crew here in New York that um, started in in China, right? Um, we got a bunch of these guys, uh, and they're really sprouting. It's it's their comedy careers are starting to bud here in New York. One, my buddy Joe Schaefer, who you guys may have heard that he was on my show maybe six months ago or so he actually just the they got to do a kung fu comedy show at the comedy cellar so it was his first time performing at the comedy cellar i think turner sparks who i'm actually gonna have as a guest i plan on it he's the one who got me this booking turner is the one who actually started the comedy club that i'm performing at uh in shanghai 
and we'll we'll talk more about that later. But I hear they have a really cool open mic on Sunday as well, so I'm going to stick around Shanghai for that. Um, it's funny, um, a big like a big city like New York, open mic nobody shows up to, um, and then you know like places like. Like St. Louis, Missouri, open mic is really big at places like the Funny Bone. That's where I first performed, and it's kind of interesting how the dynamic shifts. It's like on a some kind of a slide scale. You know, the bigger the market, the smaller open mic is, and the smaller the market, the bigger open mic is. Not, I mean, I haven't been to Shanghai, so I can't say it's not a big market, but I know it's not New York or LA,、um, which doesn't mean anything. It has, I mean, that doesn't. How do I say this? Without digging some hole,、um, I'm very excited to see what these guys started. I've heard great things.、Um, very thankful to freaking be creating humor in Asia. You know, I'm part Asian, son. My mom is half Filipino, yo. When we did the DNA test, I got 17% or something Pacific Islander, and 30 or she did, and like 30 something percent. Um, 33 or 31 percent Asian, so you know that's that's where it's at, yo.、Uh, my brother and my sister, who are、uh, by heart full full blooded,、uh, DNA wise, they're they're half brother and half sister to me. Their dad is actually from China, so I get to connect with a you know like with a part of my bro and sis that、uh, is very unique. You know them being half Chinese. So, that's pretty dank, huh? Is that pretty baller or what, yo? I'm gonna go over there like Bruce Wayne, you know? Maybe just like get thrown in jail or something, start some fights, you know? Not really, kind of be lost with where I am in life, and then just, you know, get in a fight in jail, maybe get my ass kicked. But you know, somebody sees something in me, right? Somebody sees that I have a will, a, 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 a natural fortitude that needs to be molded. The person's name will be Razal Ghul. He'll take me under his wing. He'll offer me a path. He'll say, "Find the purple poppy at the bottom of the hill, and if you come to the top of the mountain、uh, and bring the purple poppy, your training will begin." And I'll do it, and then he'll kick me in the face as soon as I get there and say, "You don't have time to prepare. Or be ready. You'll never be ready, right?" And then、uh, that will be the formation of Batman Begins, right? I will be the Batman, guys. <laughs> After my trip to Asia, I will rebel against the League of Shadows because I will not become the executioner, guys. I will not murder people. You know, people deserve a fair trial, is what we're trying to say here, guys. You know, I am not the executioner. All right, I will not burn a city to the ground so that it can rebirth, like Bane's trying to do. What's Bane's deal? You know what I mean? I appreciate you trying to do good, Bane, but you're doing it wrong, bro. What's your deal, dude? Dude, what is Bane's deal? Hey, what's the Joker's deal? You know what I mean? Hey, what's Scarecrow's deal, son? <laughs> Any Batman fans in the house? Guys, I'm such a dorky jock. You know what I mean? Like, there's never gonna be somebody who's as big of a dork as I am. That can like go out and kick ass, you know what I mean? <laughs> like just physically be a bruiser, son. All right, comes from the athletic background. I was a dork and a jock in high school. I've become more of a dork 
as I've gotten older and be- made myself aware. You don't want to be, hey, Mike, you don't want to be that guy who was like cool in high school and then you just drop off the face of the earth because your best days were in high school. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta evolve, dude. You got to become a dork because dorks are smart, you know? And your mind lasts longer than your body, right? Gosh, I'm so smart, guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Are you guys jealous that I that I got a perfect score on my calculus, my AP calculus test in high school? Do you th- I think sometimes when people brag, they do it just to make other people jealous. What do you think? I I, I remember one time when I was out in LA, not, you know, not to try and brag or anything, but <laughs> there was this Asian dude that was talking about his 55-inch flat-screen Samsung LED TV, and I got, I got jealous, you know? Like, it made me... It didn't make me happy, you know what I mean? Like, he told me... Because I had, like, a 40-inch Samsung, and I, he one-upped me, and it was, like, an LCD. I was like, dude, like, why did you tell me that? Now I feel kind of like shit, you know? That's, that's the type of thing that Jake Harry does. He's always a one-upper. He's always... I, I, half the stuff he says isn't even true, but he does it just to make you feel like shit, you know? Thanks, Jake. Appreciate you lying so you can one-up everybody at all points in time. What else? Um, anyway, I got a 55-inch uh, LED TV now. It's actually a smart TV, so I, I beat that dude. I beat that Asian guy. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm part Asian, so all right. Yeah. I'm part Asian. You can tell because I got a five, uh, which is a perfect score in my AP calculus test uh, when I was in high school. You know what sucks is I, I tested out of all my math classes, um, you know, and, and in college that was my favorite subject, but I didn't take them because I didn't need it for my major, which I have a lot of thoughts on education, by the way. You guys want to hear them? Maybe sometime. I don't know. I just I think education teaches you how to work for somebody else. Uh, if that's what you want to do, go right ahead. But education is not necessarily uh, institutionalized education is not necessarily the answer. Seeking knowledge and learning and teaching yourself how to learn, which is essentially what you pay to do. You pay people in college to to realize that you have to teach yourself all the subject matter anyway. So what exactly are you paying for? You know what I mean? Are you paying for the, for the syllabus? Oh, cool. This is the stuff that we're going to learn. Thank you for deciding that for me. Thank you for giving me this structure that you know, doesn't even have necessarily practical application to anything in life after this. But thank you so much. And oh, you're going to charge me now? Oh, cool. <laughs> Fun. Oh, can I, can I pay some more money for a book that I'll never read again? It's like completely overpriced. Ooh, I can't buy a used one because you just came out with a new version for this semester that, you know, basically you changed like two words in it so that, you know, people can, you can sell a new book and, you know, make more money. Oh, you changed one chapter. Ooh, I wouldn't want to get confused and get the wrong information for the class. Education is important um, as far as... uh, how it's gone about but I think people need to figure out what the hell they want to do first and sometimes you don't sometimes people never figure out what they want to do um, I guess I'm lucky because I like to make people giggle and I like to bring love <laughs> I got my mission statement figured, statement figured out guys that's more than half the battle right 
guys, I challenge you to make your own mission statement. I talked about it before. If you could be Keanu Reeves in the Matrix and equip yourself with anything, what would it be? You know? Tomorrow's not guaranteed, guys. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I may never come back from Asia. You know what? I'm not afraid to, to say that. I'm not going to create some self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm just stating a fact, you know? I'm going to come back from Asia. Oh, I just knocked on a wall. I'm not superstitious. Maybe in one or two ways. You know, you know I'll do the, the holy uh, cross symbol every once in a while. You know, dab a little bit of holy water on me, you know? So I guess I am a little bit superstitious every once in a while. But, all right. You guys enjoying the podcast? <laughs> I'm not on drugs right now, just to clarify. I'm just in a, a good mood. In fact, I'm walking around recording this. Usually I... Uh, do it while sitting down. I do it whilst sitting down, but right now I'm I'm walking around. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling good. You know. I think maybe I'm excited about Asia or something. Um, I'm hungry. I gotta go get some food in my belly, but I'm not gonna eat a giant meal. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna eat something to hold me over for another couple hours. I'm gonna take a quick nap, keep going, maybe plan some of this Great Wall of China trip. Uh, from Beijing. Beijing will be where I'm going afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, so I talked about show dates. So Beijing will be where I go next. I don't plan on doing comedy there. And then I fly to Halong Bay in Vietnam, and uh, that'll be pretty dank. It's the fjords of freaking China. It's the fjords, sorry, of, of Asia. I think I talked about this on my last podcast. I apologize if your eardrums are already full of this content and you're like, please give me something new, Mike. I don't want to hear this again. Um, what else, though? You, guys, I, 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 you ever listen to Bill Burr's podcast? He also does a solo podcast. It's called the, Morning, the Monday Morning Podcast. I think me and Bill Burr are both crazy. Do you? <laughs> Do you guys think? You ever just listen to him rant? I'm not trying to be like Bill Burr in any way. Uh, it, it just, like, happens naturally. Not that our material or opinions are similar, but, like, in the ranting, like, solo dolo podcast, um, I think we're similar in the way that our podcast is kind of structured the same way, except when I have guests on. But he'll just get on for, like, an hour and 15 minutes and just talk about whatever, you know, like, their most random topics. And that's just kind of naturally how how I am. Um, so anyway, getting back to the itinerary, one, I'm going to fly out of Beijing to Halong Bay area. I still need to figure out how I'm going to get down to the freaking bay. You know, maybe just give some people some money and say, Hey, can you take me on a boat ride? And then, and then hopefully the boat doesn't just disappear and take me to the mortal combat vortex. You know, how crazy would that be? If I just, I was like, Hey, can, how come you're continuing to row in a direction that doesn't look like land? And then Shang Tsung just, like, stands up and he's like, It has begun! How crazy would that be, guys, if I just entered Mortal Kombat? Um, maybe I can see some of those cool temples, you know? How about, uh, was it the Jungle Book? I don't know. I think that's more India. Um, Holy Om is in my name, O-M. O-H-M is a spelling, or O-U-M, but the U, I don't have any U in my, in my name, so I can't spell it that way, but Ohm is the, uh, the universal, um, here's different words, you can't really, hey, how can you even define something so cool, you know what I mean, how can you even define Ohm, you know, 
you guys want to hear me practice a gnome for you or what? Huh? I mean, it's like when you find out someone's a singer, you want to hear them sing. But, you know, when you hear somebody... I know how to do an um. I learned uh, Jimmy Bariolis, my friend Jim. By the way, he called me the other day. And I felt kind of like, oh, man, I wonder if he listened to my podcast and he's mad at me. <laughs> so I kind of was, like, embarrassed to answer the phone. I was like, oh. But we had a great conversation. I made him giggle. I love the guy to death. Uh, we practiced our ohms together. He was off on this freaking weird kick once where he was, like, fasting for long periods. Like, every other day he would fast for, like, 12 hours. And supposedly it's, like, there's some health benefits to fasting. And then he would, like pair that with this yoga slash meditation thing so we would we did some ohms together once and since jimmy's not here i'm gonna do this i'm, I'm gonna do this in spirit of jimmy and and in spirit of my name being you know having the letters of holy om you ready you got to start like at the top of your nose and then move it down through your belly all the way to your gut when you're blowing out that last piece of air at the end of that ohm rep it's like, you know, let's do some ohm reps, bruh. You ready? You guys can do it with me if you want. All right. <clears throat> I feel so goofy. Um, it goes, oh, that wasn't it, by the way. Uh, it's more like, um, I'm Michael Oldroyd. I'm, all right, so um, I'm Michael Oldroyd. All right. Weird stuff, huh? Hey, hey, ooh. All right. Um, you guys are like, when I was a kid, I was so, like, full of life. Some people would ask me sometimes, Mike, are you on drugs? And I would be like, come on, man. That's so, like, that's so disrespectful, dude. I'm just, like, high on life, bro. All right. Um, <clears throat> is there anything else I want to talk? Oh, yeah, I got to do the itinerary. So after Halong Bay, after I get back from the Mortal Kombat Vortex where I'm like Johnny Cage or whatever, just dropping down in the splits and smacking dudes in the nuts, uh, then I'm going to go where? Oh, I'm flying to uh, Tokyo, sorry. Uh, I'm doing comedy on the 17th. That's Thursday night, I believe, at this charity event. Check my Facebook page because I shared the event. It's uh, uh, an event um, put on by Stand Up Tokyo. It's a charity for for a good cause. Uh, and then I think I perform on the nineteenth at this wine bar. But I might, I may not do that because of some plans that the group is is going. Guys, when I get to Japan, I'm just gonna scream bukkake multiple times, and I'm gonna play Lovers in Japan by Coldplay. Is that inappropriate? Alright. Um, just in case you couldn't tell, I'm definitely joking. Uh, I'm still packing. Uh, I'm, I'm not wearing symbols over there. I'm not wearing brands. You know, I'd rather just like have everything be very brandless, like plain shirts, different colors, that's fine, whatever. But I, I don't want to go over there like advertising that I'm an American. I don't want people to look at me, even, even though they probably can look at me. I'm just going to look at everyone and be like, ni hao, and then just blend in, you know, just blend into the crowd and then throw it some smoke. Like as soon as somebody like it's any kind of a look on their face or curiosity, like who is this guy rolling solo through, through Asia? I'm just going to throw some, like a smoke bomb down on the ground and disappear like a phantom, you know? That's, we all need, we all need that, uh, like a bag of 
phantom smoke for you know that awkward situation you ever you ever like I, I try not to talk bad about people behind their back I, I really do my best to to if I have a problem with someone tell them to their face because I think it's disrespectful to do it behind their back unless you just don't I mean we all need to vent right but I think it's better to 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 say something to somebody's face anyway we've all done this before I think where you are talking about somebody behind their back and then you find out that they're right there behind you like within ear distance and you look over and you just you wish you could disappear you know what I mean I mean how about that it's like wait did you hear Ted hey did you hear Ted today I mean what an idiot oh hey Ted I mean I wish I could just like instead of saying hey Ted I just want to throw down that smoke bomb you know what I mean just disappear uh if 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 it doesn't happen very often anymore, but if, if stand-up... There was a show recently that I, I actually just wanted to get off stage. Um, I wasn't feeling it, you know? And the crowd wasn't either. And I just wished I could just throw down a smoke bomb and on, and on something flashy and cool, you know? The phantom, of, the phantom of humor. Hey, if there's an angel of music, which is the phantom of the opera, there's got to be an angel of humor... And who better than LOL Droid Entertainment <laughs> to be the fant to be the angel of humor. <clears throat> um, is there anything else I want to tell you guys about? Oh, yeah. So after those, I'm coming back to the States, you know, and I'll do some more shows here. You know, I'm performing at LOL a lot. I'm performing in Times Square. I'm performing at uh, the Misfit Hive. Uh, and random one-offs, you know, not one-offs, I should say, but just different shows, ho- performing in hostels, you know? No, I don't really do that, but I'm going to start. I hear it's a great place, right? Did I, t- I, t- I think I told you the conversation that I had with uh, that guy who's tearing it up. Huh. It's a very vague thing to say. I don't really, I, I, I guess I'm kind of shifting around because I don't like to call people. All right, uh, yeah, this... Chris James just had some some good advice. He's he's hilarious, uh, British humorist. Um, has some great Harry Potter jokes, which always give me a boner. I love Harry Potter. Uh, <clears throat> Tyler Schaefering reminds me of him, and that's a compliment to Tyler, which he's never seen it, so he doesn't know. Um, but it's uh, it's love that uh, protected Harry from uh, Voldemort's uh, death. Death spell or whatever it is. Um, you know? What if I just... All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye! No, what if that was my... <laughs> what if that was my ending, huh? Weirder things have probably happened on this podcast. I'm just swimming around in my mind, guys. Uh, and so are you guys. Thanks for joining me on this swim through the mind of Michael Oldroyd. Um... <clears throat> Is there anything else that I wanted to say? No, I mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Asia, uh, maybe go fishing. I don't know, you know. Maybe uh, find a wife. I don't know, you know. Hey, anything's possible, you know. Just get a boombox, play some lovers in Japan, you know. Maybe go in some back alleys, just see what happens, you know. Maybe eat some cats and dogs. I don't know, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, I got some nunchucks here, my Michelangelo nunchucks. Uh, they're made up out of bamboo. Talk about a chick magnet, right? Hey, uh, you need some protection? Hey, I got these uh, nunchucks. Oh, you're talking about a different type of protection. Well, check out this lambskin condom that I got from Japan. I don't know. 
I, I, I used to have a lambskin condom. I think I used it once. Um, I can't even remember anything about that lambskin condom. But I... Yeah. I don't know. Wish I could share more on that. <clears throat> uh, it was a gift. It was a gift from a different country, actually. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you who the gift was from because that person would probably be upset with me. And uh, I love that person, so I'm not going to say. All right. Uh, let's see here. Well, you guys are awesome, as always. Send me some, some DMs. Uh, if you want to join my, subs- my email subscription list, you know, I got the new website out now. I, I told you this before. Check out michaeloldroid.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-O-L-D-R-O-Y-D is the spelling, Michael Oldroyd. And, and while you're at it, feel free to, to do a fact check on my anagrams. Um, feel free to do a fact check that when you rearrange the letters of my name, you can find I am Lord LOL. Um, I am com- Comedy Lord is also in there. Feel free to fact check it, yo. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to tell everyone my name is Michael Lee because it is. And then maybe they'll think I'm like more Asian or something, you know. Um, should, I, should I use that for my stage name, guys? Michael Lee? Maybe. How about, how about I just throw, uh, throw some extra letters on it? Michael Leonidas. I feel like that's the most badass name ever, you know. I'm such – I'm a kid that never grew up, if you guys can't tell. This is what happens when you're 31 and a chick never anchored you down – you just never grow up, right? I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a kid. I like all these movies. Uh, I, I refer to all of them. Gladiator. And I, I feel like the main character in like every movie that I like. You know, I, I am Ratatouille, guys. You know, I am a cartoon rat with a good heart that's just out here pursuing his dreams, guys. I'm also Gladiator. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I'm Deadpool, right? <laughs> I'm Batman. You know what I mean? Uh, this is what happens when you don't have a chick anchor you. <laughs> uh, I feel like some chick, some female out there is like when she realizes that she's going to take me on as her project, she's going to like crack her knuckles and be like, all right. She's either going to try to change me or she's going to be just as unique and, and ridiculous as I am. She'll... She might, she's either going to be like, Mike, that's like really immature of you. Or she's going to be like, oh, guess what? I'm Catwoman and I'm going to get a boner. And then we're going to have stray feral intercourse, you know, like, like the stray cats do in China. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, and then we might copulate and produce more feral cats uh, I wonder if which superhero has kids. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I'm not familiar. They never get to that. They never get to that point. They always end it with. I don't know what they ended it with. Is it a cliffhanger? Who knows, guys? You know what I mean. Anyway, I I should let you guys go. Um, I think I've rambled enough, and we've had a good time. And I'm gonna do some more miscellaneous tasks. You know, because, you know, since I have to leave the country, I'm going to go clean my bathroom, right? It's like, it's motivating for me. That's what I was saying earlier is like a busy person wants to get more done. 
And sometimes I know that I have to like pack, but I'm a procrastinator. So instead of packing for my trip, I like scrub the bathtub, you know what I mean? But, but if I didn't have to go to Asia, I wouldn't scrub the bathtub. So in a way, I've learned to just trick myself. I don't even want to go to Asia, guys. I just want to get shit done. So I'm tricking myself subconsciously. It's like I'm booking this trip to Asia. I'm going to be gone for like 10 days. And now I'm going to like take all my laundry that's clean and dump it out and like fold everything and like hang it up on coat hangers. I'm doing that because I'm going to Asia, which doesn't make any sense, but... It's very methodical, and let's give it up for my genius, you know? Um, it's, I, I'm, like, over here practicing nunchucks. It's like I've got 10 hours before I have to get on the plane. I need to practice my nunchucks real quick because I'm not going to get to do it for 10 days. You know what I mean? I need to charge all my electronics, even if I'm not taking them with me, because I want it to be ready to go, even though... If I don't take it with me, it's going to die over the period of 10 days, and it was so pointless to recharge those things. I've, I'm literally looking at two different shavers, two different electronic shavers. Uh, what do they call those? Uh, razor, whatever. They're plugged in right now charging, and they haven't been plugged in for years. Because for some reason, I feel the need to shave my body hair before going to Asia. <laughs> like, I want to trim my armpit hair. Like, I'm not going to shave it, but I just want to cut it down. So that, like, I'm more hygienic, right? Like, the, the, the deodorant is more efficient <laughs> when I'm in Asia. Because, like, the more pit hair you have, the more deodorant you need, if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm trying to be, like, a minimalist in a way. So I got I to gotta shave the miscellaneous hairs off my body. Um, you know, I know that's, that's so heinous. Hearing me say that out loud is... is is actually kind of turning me on. Does anybody else get turned on when they shave their hair? No, nah, it's not turning me on at all. I don't know why I said that. Um, <clears throat> maybe it, it, it used to when I was a kid. Um, I, I could talk about that another time. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. No. Bye. <laughs> I can't end on that. That's so ridiculous. Um, let me just go ahead and dabble myself in holy water and head over to Asia. All right. Uh... Hey, how about the hey, how about the Buddha guy, huh? Hello. I'm gonna go over there and be like, hey, where's Buddha? And then uh they're gonna look at me like I'm an idiot and maybe try to sell me like a like an apparatus that looks like Buddha. And I'm like, no, I I wanna meet him. And then some very mysterious old man, like an old fisherman who barely speaks English, is gonna say, Buddha within. You find Buddha within. And then I'm like, you mean I didn't have to travel to Asia to meet Buddha? Ugh, what the heaven, dude? And he's going to be like, Buddha died long time ago. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I did, that's a good point. And then I'm going to realize through the art of doing the holy om, I can become one with Buddha because Buddha lives within. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that blow your mind? Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. You guys horny or one? All right. Uh, guys, I got to go. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny? <laughs> <laughs>